Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome all board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Let's see, Mr. Rob. I keep looking up and it's Rob producing. Not really much of a rotation, more of just Rob. <laughs> which is great. He's fabulous in every way. So we're glad to have him. Oh, there you go, buddy. Don't need to go to the bullpen? Not today. Rob's uh, going to pitch nine innings. Oh, my gosh. And now Stan's on the line. Good morning, Stan. Thanks for calling in. What the heck is on your mind? Hope you're not an well, ang- angry man. <laughs> news no, I actually had on? a good chuckle today. Uh you know, on your news, you just heard the newscast. Uh, they're going to sentence Steve Bannon today. And the prosecution wants to get at least six months because he used hyperbo- was it, hyperbolic uh, references towards the J6 committee, and, and he disparaged the members of the committee. Last time I checked in this country, we had something called the First Amendment where you could say things about people whether they liked it or not. And I didn't know it was prosecutable for saying those things. Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to say anything bad about Democrats. Oh, is that how it works? <laughs> it's the, it's the oh. other, they call it the other New Deal. <laughs> yeah, okay. you know. So, yeah, you know. I, I just I heard that. And I'm thinking, what is going? Well, I know what's going on in this country. We got a president's an idiot, and, and a Democrat party that's not far behind. But you know that, be that as it may, I guess we'll just have to vote them all out in November eighth. Stan, who's in trouble? Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon. He, he, yeah, he failed for... to comply with the J6 yes. committee, so they prosecuted him for it. I mean, it's a subpoena. Mm-hmm. Subpoena from the J6 mm-hmm. committee, so they're prosecuting him for it, which they wouldn't prosecute some fine Democrats that failed to uh, comply with subpoenas when the Republicans were in charge, namely Eric Holder when he was asked about the Fast and Furious uh, conspiracy. Stan, do you think there's so, a double standard in Washington? There we go. Do, do, no. do, you, do, do you believe a, a, a Republican slash conservative slash somebody who thinks America is a great country could get a fair trial in the districts of Columbia? No. The d- Absolutely not. Columbia is 98.7% Democrat as far as and we see the voting numbers. So you see the judges down there. And you know, also beware when there's a Supreme Court opening and they want to put somebody from the uh, D.C. federal court because for the most part, uh, every now and then there is a conservative-minded person on that court. But for the most part, it's a, a pretty liberal organization. No, nah, they're not liberal because they're not liberty-minded. They're a bunch of leftists that are n- nothing but want control over the people. That's what all this stuff's coming to. That's where the EV, the, the trying to destroy the 
uh, petroleum industry and for trying to force everybody into EV vehicles. It's nothing but control the people because they know that the EV vehicles will not work. There's no way they can produce enough batteries for everyone to drive. So once people, they force everybody out of a gas vehicle, and then they for and they can't afford, or it's not possible to purchase an EV. Then what do they got? They have government transportation, and what government transportation does is takes people's freedom of movement away because you can only go where the government transportation takes you and on the schedule of the government transportation. That's all this is about: control the people and freedom. Okay. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. <laughs> you sound, oh, you, you sound and, angry, and if yeah. you got any other opinion, I'd like to hear it because that's what it's looking like to me. No, it, it is in, in the actually follow the money, follow the congressional governmental plate of spaghetti administration you know it comes in here but where does it go out and then you're right uh the the equation the, the green energy program is not a program it's a narrative and a lifestyle that they want to mm-hmm. live and it has many many pieces to it one you put right there is that when you cannot supply enough transportation the government will step in and control that meaning there's not enough EV so if you see the number of commercials on TV for EV products mainly cars trucks then you look at how you have to put energy into them and the lack of stations to do that a gentleman in this area has a EV from uh, Sunbury Motors Company, and he was on his way to Ocean City. Ocean City might be a so you have to charge up four and a half hour trip, maybe five, depending on the scenario. Five, yeah. Eight and a half hours later, he ends up in Ocean City because he had to backtrack, check websites or Google to find EV chargers. So again, Stan, you're on to it. It is the government control the people, and just like they wanted to control the uh, your six hundred dollars, you had to report everything in your banking if they can start controlling your uh, movements that's just part of the big picture for them all right stan we'll give you that last word go right ahead well and and that's my whole point there are people on this that call here that support that stuff but i'm I'm, my question to them is do they realize that it's also going to affect every last one of them just like it's going to affect us that don't agree with it Right. That's my question for him, and I know I won't get a good answer. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Have a good one. I appreciate I, the call. All right. Next caller, Stan's all lined up. Good morning, sir. I'm sorry. John is all lined up. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, Mark. Ah, good morning, Ben. It's our good occasional co-host, John Shipman. Yes. Oh. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about inflation today. Uh, you know, well, we, we see the numbers... Uh, on, in the paper, or we hear them on television, and they don't mean a whole lot, you know, like, oh, it's 8.6, or it's uh, whatever this particular month. But I'd like to talk about the effects of inflation. 2%, which is the Fed's target. At 2%, prices double every 36 years. So you're 22 years old, you graduated from college, um, you get a job, uh, 36 years later, uh, you're 58 years old, and prices have doubled. In the meantime, you have raised your family, bought a home, or maybe two or three, uh, and so forth, and uh, 
the prices are double. You're you're just about getting ready to retire. At at eight percent now, it's above eight percent for the last four, five, six months. But at eight percent, prices double every nine years. <laughs> so you're 22. Okay, uh, you graduate from college, you get a job. At 31, prices have doubled. Now you've got a couple of kids, probably preschool, you, you maybe have your first mortgage, and so forth, and nine years later, uh, they double again. And wages are keeping up in rare instances, but for most people, they lose ground when you have inflation like this. That's correct. So, so, so now uh, you're you're uh, you know you're in your early thirty you're in your early thirties um, and uh, or thirty years old, and it's doubled. So now, uh, now um, nine years later, okay, nine years later, you're thirty nine years old. Now you're paying four hundred percent. You're paying four times what you paid for something when you got married. Okay, and nine years later, uh, 20, 27 years into it, uh, and you're uh, uh, you know you're uh, about uh, fifty years old or, or so, and now you're paying eight times. All right, the double doubles, John. And by the, you're one of those good managers that probably says you're welcome to complain to me about anything that's happening here, but always come to me with a couple of solution options. How are we going to fix this? Well, there's a, there's a couple of things I, I think, you know, first of all, uh, we have people in, in our government that like to blame everybody but themselves. Uh, part of this, uh, a majority part, I believe, that is, is government, is, John, <laughs> is, is uh, caused by runaway, runaway spending. You know, uh, we have increased the federal deficit uh, over the last uh, 12 or 14 years from 10 trillion to now over 31 trillion. So we have had just runaway spending, especially uh, the last uh, three or three or so years, the last year of Trump administration and first two years of Biden. Secondly, we, we need to understand that how serious it is. You know, when you listen to the national news or even to WKOK news, we report the facts, but nobody's talking about how serious an issue this is. I mean, this is life changing for, for low income families. 40% who are already unable to afford basic necessities. So uh, we need we need a change in, in, in government policy. Uh, we need people who understand how just how serious inflation is. Then uh, you you know it. You're you're in business. You you see that, and your company does what? Just passes the increases on, right? If if uh, of the stuff that you're uh, providing uh, is uh, costs you more when you buy it from the manufacturer. Um, you just have to raise your prices to, to, to the contractors, right? As we uh, go from one buffoon-like president to the next and hopefully one afterward, are there any financially smart people out there being talked about as presidential candidates? You know, it, it, I, don't, I don't see anybody that has uh, a lot of uh, training in, in uh, finance uh, and, and uh, that kind of thing. Most of these... Uh, most of these people are people who study political science, and uh, you know they've been a senator or a congressman for 27 years already, and now they want to run for president. And uh, when you look at the people that are in government, uh, there aren't a whole lot of people that I see from the finance end. 
you would expect a president who doesn't have a lot of that uh, background to bring those kind of people into the administration, but uh, that doesn't seem to be happening lately either. All right, Ben, thoughts on this? Well, you're looking at uh, hopefully governors that uh, have uh, had to work with budgets and have done that type of uh, understanding of what goes on. Balanced at, at, budgets. Well, they are balanced in some ways, but uh, when you have to use rainy day funds or federal government influxes to balance your budget, how balanced is it? But at least an understanding in those regards. Uh, you know, we, we see senators and representatives that want to step into the White House, and uh, I would agree, uh, limited experience on uh, on the financial side and understanding, but also too, John, I you know one of the things that uh, needs to happen in uh, Washington is they need to get back to regular order in the House and the Senate. So these laws and and uh, what they want to pass is prioritized and understood. And these uh, politicians are put on the record in voting, and and then their constituents back home can see what they voted for. And the other part too is it gets very interesting if people get into the detail where they say so and so didn't vote for this or they didn't vote to fund uh, a, you know, Ukraine or or you know look at the legislation. Uh, just takes uh, the storm up in New York. Sandy. They keep calling it Superstorm because it wasn't a hurricane, so they needed a name for it. But look, look at the federal aid that went to that area. Look at the federal aid that will go to Florida. Uh, look around and look what they try to attach to basic aid. And these bills get so convoluted, it gets ridiculous. And that's why some of the politicians won't vote for something. And look at one of the, the, the presidents running around thinking the IRA was one of the greatest things he ever passed. And you've got John Kerry and other Democrats say, well, it does little, if anything, for inflation. But it really gets behind our green energy initiatives. So, yeah, I, I, I would say we have a, a convoluted mess going on. But beware legislation. And I think I talk about this all the time. And Milton Friedman said one of the greatest mistakes is to judge policies and programs by their intentions rather than their results. That's for sure. So anyway, I just think that uh, I appreciate the time to talk about it. I think I hope your listeners, un- you know, maybe understand a little more that that inflation is really detrimental to our our, our families, uh, to our businesses, and uh, uh, you know, those people that are continuing to press uh, for these kind of policies uh, just don't understand how it works. Well, John, I, I wish it was more. I believe, uh, Mark, I don't remember 10, 12 years ago we had a accounting professor from Susquehanna here. Uh, I want to say Macaulay. I, I, I'm trying to remember her name, but I remember between between the segments, we talked about how the college students did not understand financial responsibility. And I believe, Mark, I was traveling to Harrisburg Tuesday or Wednesday. I thought I heard on this show that they, people talk about teaching financial literacy in high school. I'd say grade school, middle school on up. Uh, so, uh, John, I know you were in the industry, but you know when when people do not understand the basics of finances, gosh, I hope they can understand what inflation does to them, but I think that might be overreach. 
Right, that could be. Well, my concern is if you listen to the national news now, I don't care which, you know, they're saying things like, well, it looks like we're going to have to live with inflation for a while. Well, <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's very detrimental to, to have long-term inflation. Yeah, you're going to have to live with uh, a thousand cuts being inflicted on you. Hope, hopefully you survive. So, all right, thank, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Yep, thanks, thank you, John. John. Thanks for all your Take good care. work, and thanks for calling in. Much appreciated. John Shipman of Sunbury, an occasional co-host here. He'll be back in a couple weeks, I predict that right now. You are listening to On The Mark. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On The Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, we talked about free speech, perhaps <laughs> not applying to Mr. Bannon early on today, but then inflation, government spending, considered one of the issues, plus nobody's taking it seriously in Washington, D.C., plus we're just misguided by our so-called leaders. These terrible elites are driving us into the ground on both sides of the aisle. It certainly is not just a <laughs> Republican issue or just a Democratic issue, I'm here to tell you. But uh, what's your view on this topic? I asked John Shipman, what are some of the solutions? Uh, the next president, all the people being talked about are just as wonky, elite, and uh, budgetarily uh, impaired as the rest. Maybe the Dems are <laughs> a little more impaired, but the Republicans there aren't any better. So what's your view on this topic? Solutions. Friday is underway. Uh, feel good. Friday has ended. And now we look at solutions, and some of them might hurt. So go ahead and suggest what we can do to get ourselves out of this pit. 1-800-795-9565 is one way to do it. That puts you on the radio. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. we got one, two, three, four, five emails ready to go. We'll read those, I promise you, today. Uh, email onthemark at wkok.com. And you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Do not go over 150 characters because... Uh, they'll cut you off, and we have no way to access the rest of your remark. OTM, the keyword, then 150 characters. I think that describes our audience, doesn't it? I hope we have more than 150, uh, but, quite I know, a few characters I, but I know they are characters. <laughs> right, exactly. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We did have Feel Good Friday where everybody called in and said we were going to hell in a handbasket. Now we're looking for solutions, and I'll tell you what, no one well, man who takes his solutions uh, seriously. Well, if we're going to hell in a handbasket, according to the president, maybe we can stop and help the economy because it's as good as hell as he 
told us this week, right? going down, right. So we might as well bring it back in the basket. Oh, I know. Pete Buttigieg, did you see him on Meet the Press saying everything's booming? Except for inflation needs to be curbed a little bit. <laughs> I, this is, I think I damaged the TV. Th- this is a person who was mayor of a very, very small city in South, in South Bend, Indiana. Got over-promoted. Well, he okay. wants to be president, too. He's, he's got his feelers up in Iowa and all okay. over the place. Well, you, you, okay. Honest to Pete. So, so you want to be a uh, starter for the Chicago Cubs? And I would like to. I, I'd like to be the uh, the coach of the national championship football Actually, team uh, in the NCAA, Mark. <laughs> while Dak was out, they called me. They said, you could almost play as well as he does. Oh, for the uh, Cowboys? Yep. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, good morning. Uh, you know, as far as solutions go, when there's any type of recovery, and let's face it, in my mind, the, the United States needs a serious recovery right now because we are heading in the absolute wrong direction. But before any recovery can take place, we have to admit there's a problem. Now, uh, I, I just tuned in, and the, the fellow was talking, I'm not sure who it was, about the amount of federal spending that we have, okay? And, you know, that, that's really driving it. The amount of money in, that we're just printing and pushing into the economy in all different ways. I mean, whether it's, you know, programs for this, uh, handouts for that, uh, relieving people of their debts, it's, it's just pushing, it's, it's decreasing the value of our money which they call inflation. And the, the, the bad thing about it is when you're young, you don't understand inflation because you, you haven't lived long enough to see it. So I think the left has control of our school systems pretty much. Okay, not across the board, but I'll give you an example. I live in the Central Columbia School District, and it's being reported by uh, people that have firsthand knowledge or secondhand knowledge that we had an American history teacher in a classroom that informed her class this is in high school, that Mount Rushmore should be torn down. And not only did she tell her class, she said it when there was a foreign exchange student from Germany in that class. And now, if that is true, and nothing's being done to my knowledge if it is true, it's just totally unacceptable for our culture and our society. We have a problem, and and I think it's not just the the, the idea that we're printing money and driving inflation through the roof. We, we have a, a cultural and a spiritual problem. And unless these things are addressed, we're going to be just like Greece. Those people went to bed one night. This was in my recent, not recent history, but, you know, since I started paying attention to politics, they went to bed at night and their money was okay. And in the morning, it was worthless. I didn't say worthless. I said worthless. Okay. And, and you know, who... Anything can happen. That's the one thing I've I've learned in my life. Anything can happen. And, and and trust me, I think we're heading in the direction where anything can happen and it's not going to be for the good. And and unless we address the issue of this government spending and and, my, and I'm gonna just call it lawlessness. I mean there there is no way we can justify the amount of people that are flooding into this country. Now they they call them migrants. But the truth of the matter is if they were migrants they would be filling out the forms that you know anybody from anywhere else in the world would have to fill out to be able to get into this country. And that's not happening. So this is a lawless behavior that's happening on our southern border and it's right in front of our faces. You go to the grocery store or Walmart or anywhere else, and you can see it with your own two eyes. And it's being allowed. It's not being condemned. There's no solution at hand, no, not even any possible solution. So how are we going to recovery if this country 
is half of it's basically in denial to what's happening. Mike, uh, do you think the president should be impeached for failing to seal the southern border? I, I think that that is a conversation that we should have, because the truth of the matter is, he when they come out and say the, the border is secure, Brother. there's absolutely no way. That is just a flat-out lie. Lying to the American people, I believe, okay. it, unless it's in the justified by national defense, that's impeachable. Okay, right. And I agree with you. I, I think it is impeachable. I have no idea why the, the articles of impeachment aren't being drafted. Maybe they are, but they can't they go anywhere. They drafted under Pelosi's house? Uh, well, uh, just get get them started by Republicans. Sure. Obviously, they well, won't get well, anywhere. So what's that? I mean, that's like writing well, on parch paper, Mark. If okay, that's Republican fine. All right, but let's get them started. I think half the stuff they do in Washington is symbolic, so let's get that out of the way. But anyway, okay, so there's that. So there's one uh, molecule for me to stand on for the question. <laughs> Why isn't Congress impeached for having promoted, what, $7 trillion in deficit spending in the last three years? Well, I'll I tell you why. And I, and I heard this, I was, uh, I was channel surfing on the radio. You know, I like, you, you obviously I like the radio. And I heard a, a talk show host say, the mouse didn't ask why the cheese in the mousetrap was free. <laughs> Okay. And, uh, you know, every, everybody so, likes free money. Well, everybody is, likes a no handout. Everybody likes a solution to their problems. Okay. And if we have uh, a fire hose of money spraying on us, we're not going to put the umbrella up. All right. But we don't have a mousetrap. We, we just have trap, yeah. deficit spending. Well, so. you have elections that are supposed to be a quasi-mousetrap. Yeah, mouse but trap. we're the mice. We love our free well, cheese. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the problem. And the other thing is, is people say, you know, spending, 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 tax more. You know, we don't have a tax problem. We have a spending problem. Well, who said that? That's Reagan, right? No, it's just uh, some people with some common sense. I mean, you just cannot spend. Well, there was a presidential like, Well, he said you can't said spend it. like drunken sailors, but that's not fair to drunken sailors because when they run out of money, they sober up. Uh, we haven't run out of money, I guess, okay, in our Google. We don't have I think we have a lot of bad role models in this country. I think that's one of the problems. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. All right, Mike, if you have more to say, you'll have to call back. we got to hit the CBS. Thanks for calling in. Take care now, man. Uh, that's Mike from Bloomsburg, one of our good and learned callers. He's down on Democrats and uh, not super-duper up on Republicans. Yeah, but uh, Down on government spending. Right, down on government spending mostly. All right, we're going to continue our show during the 9 a.m. hour with open phones. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Ben Reichley is here, fine local business person, family person. Uh, let's see, how many times have you been to New Orleans? Uh, too many. More, more than 10, less than 1,000. Okay, there we go. He's been there a lot. Family's there. And uh, he's here today to be a committee person and a good American and a Republican, a conservative viewpoint. Just a co-host. Just a co-host. Okay, well, we'll see what you're saying the hour ahead. <laughs> If you're trying to get the trying to get below par like you. Oh yeah, well <laughs> on hey, the golf course. I'm only one below par, but that's plenty to win most tournaments. That would uh, you be club champion at a lot of places. Uh, I'd see my name on the little plaques on the wall. You get a free par.
parking space. Really? Yeah, we, probably a dinner. Every place is free at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club, so <laughs> what's this? We, well, we do have handicap parking there, well, so. I don't want that space. Okay, but uh, no, we'll, we'll give you a plaque, uh, buy you dinner, you and your lovely wife can come up and enjoy the view, watch the foliage change. And one of my opponents says, uh, Mark, you bring many limitations to the panel. You can have your parking space, <laughs> the handicap <laughs> space. Not those kind of handicaps. Oops. <laughs> Not partisan. I, I Thank was, you. I would say that all of us can park, park there. These are my friends. <laughs> so, well, geez, then, then who needs enemies? Yeah, your enemies must be uh, friend, uh, as friendly. <laughs> they're, maybe they're, they're on Facebook. They call them frenemies. Oh boy! All right, one eight hundred. Facebook's still around. Uh, I don't know. I am not on it. Is it Meta or is it Facebook or is Where Facebook do you get your news? Do you read the newspapers too? Uh, Wall Street Journal. I, I do read our local paper a bit for the local stuff, but the uh, Wall Street Journal and uh, you got CNBC, Bloomberg. Fox Business. You got the BBC overall. Okay. Uh, there, there's some. There's some nice outlets. Beware of the internet. Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Well, uh, Ben's all the time complaining about all this money being spent, but uh, I don't hear him complaining about the 4.6 million dollars that they gave his company to pay his employees and and to build the Taj Mahal down there on. Uh, South Market Street in Shields Grove. I don't hear him complaining about uh, all this money that's given to the towns like Shields Grove and Sunbury and all over the country so they can update their water and sewer plants, which benefits Ben because uh, he's going to get a hold of that money. I don't hear him complaining about any of that stuff. Why not? Well, I think PPP loans were given to lots and lots and lots and lots of companies. I know they were, so. and they were, given, they were given to congressmen and senators and all kind of people that have many millions of dollars. So if you were a congressperson, <laughs> you could just... And they got PPP loans for their businesses. It's a bunch of nonsense. Now, yeah. if you were a congressperson, you could just sign up for a PPP loan for yourself? They did. Yes, they did. Oh, those well, people... Those congressmen Boy, and senators got that got nah, Tom, that got millions of dollars because oh, of people on these PPP no. loans. One of our good skeptics says you are yeah. full of it. Congressmen can't sign up for it. Yeah, they can Tom, be owners of a business. Yeah. yeah well, all right. right. They were owners of businesses. They were still congressmen uh, okay. and senators. Marjorie Taylor Greene and her husband got them. Yeah, everybody got I know PPP what I'm talking loans. about. Yeah, you'd be a fool not to get in on the money because it's a great to keep employees working, keep the well, government sure is, going. Well, sure but this is spending money. This is this money Ben's talking about, how terrible this is. It's more corporate All welfare. this money that's being given away to people, except when it's given away to him, then it's not so bad. When, when are so we talking about this, Tom? Depends, Tom, when, when, Tom, when you when, are, you know, then it, then it matters. So, Tom, when were we talking about this? What are, you, what, are you, what are you trying to change the subject on now? We're not now? changing the subject. When, when no, were we, we talking about, about this? Spending. We're talking about government spending. Infrastructure yeah, builds infrastructure. That is government spending. Infrastructure is infrastructure. That's going oh, to go man, out the I country. Oh, man, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it. Well, okay. then the infrastructure yeah, then, well, well, Tom, Biden Tom, just signs infrastructure, too. Tom, so why, don't complain about that. Tom, why would you call if you don't want to have a discussion? 
So the, the point about it is the infrastructure program is going to go out through infrastructure. All companies have competitors. All companies have different things. I'm not sure how well uh, the information you have on the congressman and the businesses that get PPE and look at the program and I how got, it was structured. You can look it up. A lot of there's, there's been on the news all over the place. There's been a lot of congressmen that have businesses, and they got millions of dollars just like you got. Okay. Well, I just, Perfectly legal. Just like Sunbury got to do <laughs> registry. Just, just it's perfectly like, legal, Mark. So is the, pe- the money that other people are getting that you guys are complaining about. They're not stealing it. They're getting it perfectly we're, legal, too. We're talking about government spending, Tom. Right. Uh, yeah, maybe PPP is part programs. of the spending problem. Yeah, Tom, I so. think I said $7 trillion over three years. That is PPP is definitely in there. So you would eliminate those if we were going to do wise government spending. What what else should we eliminate? What else? What are your other solutions to fix this issue we're talking about? This government spending, inflation is sort of the uh, main thing we're talking about what are some of the good solutions you are proposing I, I don't know i don't know i'll be honest with you i don't know all right we got interesting but, you know if you're i'm just saying you're being hypocrites to complain ben ben is a biggest hypocrite to complain right. about other people spending and getting free money when he applied for it and got it himself i mean this this is really it's hypocritical. It's terrible. Are you a hypocrite because you have no idea how to fix these things? You just uh, sit there and say, well, "No, nope, that's wrong. No, nope, that's wrong. No, nope, that's wrong." And you know, and you know that, that, that I haven't heard any solutions from the Republican Party on how they're going to fix inflation or supply chain issues because they're not. Well, you're they have too, all they do say yeah. is we're going to fix it, but they don't say how they're going to fix it. They're just going to fix it, and now they're saying. They want to lower taxes again. When they want to, if they get in charge, they want to lower taxes again. And of course, they're not going to spend. They're not going to stop spending money. They spend money like drunk sailors. They're not <laughs> going to quit spending money, and Reagan they're going to try to. They're going to try to cut taxes. That's what they're going to try to do. So, if Republicans spend money like drunken sailors, the Democrats spend money like what, Tom? All of the drunken armed they're forces. About, they're about together. the same way. Okay. I'm not defending them. They're the same way. Yep. But no if you, if there. these people that are going to vote Republican when this next election come up, if they think this Republican Party is going to fix anything, they're not. Well, they're Tom, you're 100% right anything. there. Yeah. Well, what, what, what has the Democrats fixed? Uh, if you look at what was going on in the last administration going into the pandemic, the economy by 99% of most folks are going to say it was far better than it is today. That's because of the pandemic. We had a no. worldwide, Ben, we had a worldwide pandemic. And we get most of our products, which we shouldn't, we get most of our products from across the ocean. When that pandemic hit, it screwed up this whole country, and and there were shortages of everything. And then when they got back working again, there was so much stuff coming into this country that you had all those ships sitting out there from other countries that they couldn't even unload them. There was so much stuff coming in, and that should that should not be either. And that's both parties. Neither parties will fix it. 
So, so Tom, Tom, if there was a if there was a supply, if there was demand for supply, then there was a glut of supply, then that would have lowered inflation, and that would have lowered the demand. Oh, Ben, you're no economist. You you ever hear of greed? Yeah, have you ever heard of greed? It's spelled G R E E D. Yeah, you should have seen me last night with some of the candy in the Halloween parade. Right now with everything. (laughs) All right, we got you, Tom. Thank you so much. Do find some solutions and call us back. We'd love to hear uh, your good perspective, your learned perspectives on those. So call us back. Well, Ben Ben needs to quit being such a hypocrite. That's one of my solutions. He'll stop if you'll stop. (laughs) Thank you. I think I'll pass. All right. All right, 1-800-795-9565 our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. we got tons of solutions already mentioned. One, get government spending under control. No more deficit spending. No more racking up the debt. Take it seriously. This is life-changing. This is really critically injuring uh, families on the margin and lower-income families. It's killing us. My lovely bride comes back to the grocery store. I have to give her a critical incident stress debriefing. Government policy has got to change as it relates uh, mm. to spending. Uh, and regular order back in the House and the Senate. Right. Regular no, order. That means no, a, a no, specific budget passed no and continue, approved. No CRs. The okay. uh, Continuing resolution. Resolution and get back to the regular order. And also, too, then, when you get back to that, you put budgets together and you see what the priorities are of the administration. You see what the priorities are of the House and the Senate. And, and that allows. But also, too, remember the situation is infested with uh, inefficiencies. You look at the military, you can spend money on the military, but if you're spending too much money with the military complex, then you're going to have the same situation. But we also have the social justice warriors that are, what's the inefficiencies of that spending? I mean, Mark, they, they, they had a quote-unquote war on poverty starting in the 60s. Where are we at now? And they seem to change the bar to measure what poverty is. Well, we have less poverty. <laughs> well, because they, they change the bar, I guess, or they define poverty differently. Oh, they change, they change the measure. Yeah. Well, that could be. In, well, mil- in military, reality, we have less poverty. Military spending has to be brought under control. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you. We had Feel Good Friday where everybody called up and talked about how bad things are busted with the Republicans and Democrats in Washington. There's no argument there. They won that uh, first half hour of the day. Now we're on Solutions Friday. What are the ideas? Reduced government spending was one. No continuing resolutions. It says, Ben, come up with a balanced budget, pass it, or shut her down. So that's an idea. What's your View. What should we do? Are there any elected leaders out there who are responsible? Uh, we had Congressman Keller around here when he was a state representative. He worked with a balanced budget in Harrisburg, and he knew business and how to balance budgets and went to Washington and said, nope, that's out the window. Everything's got to be borrowed. So that wasn't a solution. Is there anybody out there that could be part of the solution, presidentially or congressionally? 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com. I got to do headlines, and then we are going to take a quickie break. But I got six things to read on the screen, so I'll do that shortly. Uh, let's see. Interstate 80 blocked right now. We talked about that a little earlier this morning between Limestoneville and Danville. That crashes at mile marker 219, which means you cannot get to mile marker 224 to get off at the Danville exit. So I 80s blocked there. It was slow earlier. Overturned tractor trailer. We saw uh, on uh, somebody posted on our Facebook page. So thank you for that page. 
picture. And you can uh, avoid that just by uh, either going north or south to get around I-80. <laughs> I don't believe PennDOT has the official detour set up yet, but be aware of that. Where is it, right at the uh, Melville exit? Up, which is east. East is when you're going from Milton towards Bloomsburg. Mm-hmm. So One of our good listeners. Is it in a, there at Millville? Uh, it's right by the rest stop. I'm sorry, at the... Um Right before Danville, the exit right there. Uh, no, it wouldn't right before. It'd be about four miles away. It's okay. at the, near the rest stop. The picture okay. was taken from the rest stop. Threats to the Mifflinburg Area School District are behind the filing of charges against a 13-year-old in Mifflinburg. Police say the unidentified youth is in custody of the County Juvenile Probation Department charged with a terroristic threats charge and illegal possession of an instrument of crime. No other details being disclosed on that in Mifflinburg. They do have school as normal today. Central Susquehanna Valley chapter of Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America is reiterating their gun safety message, and they'll take the show on the road if you are interested in hearing from them. They say trouble is parents can try to instruct their kids about being safe with weapons. We can tell them, we can teach them, we can threaten them, but you're going to have a curious 11-year-old. You're going to have a curious 5-year-old. So the onus is really on adults to secure their firearms that even the most adventurous, mischievous child cannot get hold of a weapon. Mary Markle of Sealands Go, the Be Smart coordinator. She was on WKOK Sunrise along with Tony Niles. You can hear that on the WKOK podcast page. A League of Their Own returns to campus theater. This time, not the whole film, but just two of the cast members, plus the film. Uh, Joanne McComb, who played for the Springfield Sallies, and Sarah Jane Sands Ferguson, who played for the Rockford Peaches. Film begins at 1 p.m. Sunday. Sunday at uh, the campus. No crying in baseball? I heard about that. That's Tom Hanks' famous mm-hmm. line, right? Okay. Uh, let's see. President Biden was at a collapsed bridge in Pittsburgh yesterday where he said... Pittsburgh's a city of bridges, but too many of them are in poor condition like this bridge behind me before it collapsed. With the bipartisan infrastructure law, we're doing something about it. This is just one of 2,400 bridges across the country that are being repaired just this year because of this law. And that was in Pittsburgh. Then he moved on to Philadelphia, where he participated in a campaign fundraising event for Pennsylvania Democrat John Fetterman, who you probably haven't heard this. He's running for the U.S. Senate. Mm-hmm. Speaking, uh, Biden sounded the alarm about what he viewed as the urgency of the moment, uh, saying Republicans are trying to roll back access to abortion and raise the price of prescription drugs. He seized on the comments of some lawmakers who cast doubt on the U.S. commitment to Ukraine if they get in charge. And, and he also mentioned, I believe, Fetterman's wife might be running for Senate or would be a good senator? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. So he inadvertently said that she's running for Senate. Yeah, or okay. implied, but uh, Carhartt stock was down this morning because oh, no. uh, Fetterman was not wearing his Carhartt hoodie. He I was, saw he had a suit on. Where did yeah, that come from? It looked like he was at a funeral. It is. He only has one black suit. and it, well, Plus, you would think, you well, know, he's, he says he's lost about 50 pounds, but it's the same suit. So, uh, unfortunately, Oops. yeah, he looks, he's kind of goes swimming in that thing. But in any event, yeah, he'll be our next senator, I'm afraid. Anyway, Pennsylvanians wanting to vote in the midterm election have... Pardon? Not not, uh, taking that bet. Okay. Pennsylvanians wanting to vote in the midterm election have less than a week left to register. Our correspondent Mark Sims is following. October 24th is the last day to register to vote online or in person at local election offices, while mailed voter registration applications must be received by that date. The Secretary of State's office says people who want to register to 
vote must be a U.S. citizen for at least one month before the election, a resident of PA, and the election district in which they want to register and vote for at least 30 days before the election, and at least 18 years old on or before Election Day. People can register and check their registration status at vote.pa.gov. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Finally, U.S. Supreme Court Thursday participated in two thumbs up for President Biden's student loan forgiveness. The Supreme Court declined an emergency appeal brought forward by a group of Wisconsin taxpayers who had challenged the student loan forgiveness plan. Justice Amy Coney Barrett denied the emergency court filing, which had asked the court to block the plan without comment. Uh, she didn't comment, that means. And the matter went to Barrett because she oversees requests arising from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit, where the request was filed. She did not refer the matter to the full court. The decision was not a reflection of the merits of the case, just said this particular appeal is not going to be upheld. But in a separate ruling, a federal judge in Indiana blocked a rejected a lawsuit from six Republican-led states who sought to block the student loan forgiveness plan. A U.S. district judge uh, allowed the student loan forgiveness plan to move forward, although the ruling is likely to appeal. In that particular case, the individuals uh, could not show the court or di- strike that, did not show the court that they had been damaged. They could show the court at a later date that this is damaging to anything or yes. everything or them, but they didn't in their filing and subsequently was thrown out. But it certainly would be possible mm, to show all, that in the it's future. It's all the legal chum to see which bait's going to be the best to fish with at the Supreme Court. So this is all the pre-stuff that happens. And uh, interesting, though, but going back to that voter uh, clip you just played, all those regulations sound like voter suppression. You you have to be 18. You have to register 30 days in advance. Isn't that holding back the the free allowing the free vote? Voter? Come on. Or and are we in voting season? I don't know. And these particular restrictions were imposed by Democrats a half a century ago. So maybe uh, they're okay. Uh, I think there's suppression there in that okay. uh, piece, though. But uh, we are in the voting season. You have to be able to write to do your signature. You have to. You have to be able to see to appalling mark. That they would the make somebody uh, be themselves. Plus, you have to be a U.S. citizen. Do you need to that fair? have voter ID to register? Uh, initially, first you do. You have to show some form, and then after that, you just sign away. And that's why many people vote after they mm, I'll go register. Can I borrow your under. electric bill? Excuse me? Yes. All right. One of our listeners sends us a note. says, Mark uh, and Ben, remember the late 1980s when they started to ban aerosols from spray products? Yeah, you remember the chlorofluorocarbon? were causing a hole in the ozone. Well, that means you didn't, you weren't able to poof your hair up in those uh, hair Had bands in the 80s. Yeah. And glue. Last week, CBS reported that the Biden administration is planning on releasing aerosols into the ozone to reflect the sun's rays and help slow down global warming. Has anyone studied the effect of removing carbon from the atmosphere, says uh, Rob? I'm sure all this has been studied and talked about. I hadn't heard that, but uh, probably a different aerosol than the one they had used before. Well, I think you'd have to call Joe Bastardi and get a, some feedback on that, wouldn't you? Yep. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we have to take the break, so callers stand by. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more importantly, 
important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook, Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Telephone talk show on the mark. One of our listeners says, have either of the candidates said anything about COVID vaccine for children? Some states are forcing this on kids without parental consent. I says Dave. I haven't CDC. heard Mastriano say anything, but he hates vaccines and anything mandated and will probably roll back vaccine requirements in Pennsylvania. Well, the CDC is supposedly adding CDC's it to the pushing list it, right. for children to go to school. So we'll have to get that from Fetterman and, uh, and us to see what their view is on that. Well, more Shapiro and Mastriano. Uh, state Senator John Gordner sends us a note. He says there are no statewide questions on the ballot in November. Some folks are confused by the full-page ads in the newspaper recently. They are required any time that the state Senate passes a constitutional question for the first or second time. All of those were passed in the first time. They must be passed again in a new session before they can appear on the ballot, yeah, that's right. says State Senator John Gordon. And that's a whole sort of when they try to uh, rearrange the number of legislators in Harrisburg, that has to go through two sessions to get onto the ballot or to make okay. that possible. Dale, you're on the mark. You get a couple of minutes. We've got a lot of callers and a lot to read, so go ahead. Yeah, I just talk about solutions. My solution is if you want to run for public office to make public money, you if there's any discrepancy, you go through public court. And that's it. That's so simple. It's basic. If you can't stay in the heat, don't stay out of the kitchen, correct? Sound advice. Okay, well, I mean, I don't vote, and I probably won't vote because nothing ever seems to be worth voting for. I mean, what I just say is the whole gimmick here is a Dr. Oz. They're all, the media's pushing everybody towards Dr. Oz, saying that this guy Fetterman's a little bit tweaked. So I just want to tell you, it's all manipulated. So let's let's put uh, the FBI and the media on public trial, okay? They're the first two we we cut their throats, you know. Because I mean, FBI, I mean, they took all they lost all the investigation papers for the uh, for the voting machines. How did they lose that? I don't understand how they uh, lost they all lost the their emails and papers. they lost everything. The Secret Service lost their texts. Yeah, Everybody's they lost the voting uh, investigation document. Everything got how lost. How did they lose that? Uh, because I they mean, didn't want it to surface. On, you, know, you, know, you know how why they lost it? They lost it because Nixon didn't burn the tapes. Oh, well, that's right. doesn't go quite back that far. But yes, okay. yeah, <laughs> if Nixon burned the tapes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dale. Thanks for calling in. Very, very, very much appreciated. All right. Thank you, sir. One of our good listeners sends us a note that says, Snowpiercer proves that you cannot inject aerosols into the atmosphere. That's what happened that froze mm-hmm. the world. That's why that train had to go around the world 
world uh, over and over in a self-perpetuating mm-hmm. transportation, self-sustaining society for individuals. Snowpiercer. Great fiction. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, it. So was the China syndrome, but it ruined the nuclear energy industry around the world. Tom, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Well, our president keeps touting his infrastructure bill, and I, I, I don't know if anyone has mentioned it about the heated sidewalks in New Hampshire. Uh, I forget if it's what town it is, but they themselves are saying it's such a boondoggle, crazy idea that is being funded and uh, useless. Uh, this year, when everybody gets their heating bill, they can reflect upon Biden's heated sidewalks in New Hampshire, and then uh, again, it, it just it, it just throws evidence to uh, out there of how much we need term limits, uh, not only on Biden yeah, but on all our on congressmen Biden's. and senators. After two days, nope, yeah. that's enough, sir. Out of here. Uh, I would I would uh, say term limits should be discussed because uh, one of the things with term limits is that then you're going to allow staffers and lobbyists to run. Be, be careful what you wish for. I tell people on term limits, uh, it sounds good, but it might be far from good because uh, at least political people can be voted on every when their terms are up. Uh, staffers, lobbyists, and those folks, boy, they're uh, there until they don't want to be there. All right. One of well, our... Uh, you we, can always add, the, you know, the, the legislation which claims, you know, no staffers, no congressman, senator uh, can serve, uh, you know, to... Uh, uh, what is it? The, 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 to, to go in and lobby congressmen or, or, or senators after they retire for 10 years. Yeah, good luck. I, I, then, then you're yeah. not you're not allowing people in employment. Uh, that, that that that's a uh, that's that's a discussionable topic that has uh, a lot of different angles. All right, I thank you. It, but something needs to be done. It just no, uh, I would, they're I in there, they're entrenched, and. Well, that's why we have millionaires but, who, uh, who, you know, coming out and uh, who who have served this country when they started out as uh, middle-income people. Yeah, but Tom, look, look, to, and agreeing with your overall premise, but here, just uh, yesterday, Wall Street Journal uh, front page: Officials bet well on stocks as COVID emerged. They talk about federal officials working on the government response to COVID made well-timed financial trades when the pandemic began, and this is what going on with Pelosi and some other folks in in Congress is that look at uh, look at their stock trades and look at their information but you got uh, a deputy on the top uh, health official to uh, uh, Anthony Fauci reported 10 sales of mutual funds uh, going on here so you have insider it's not just the uh, Congress uh, you got senators, reps, not just Congress, but you got bureaucrats and other officials making money on insider information, referencing, and this is just referencing COVID. And uh, people can read this uh, on Wall Street Journal's right. front page. So Thank you so much. You're right, Tom. Overall, there needs to be changes. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Appreciate that. One of our good listeners sends us a clipping. This is from a newspaper up in New Hampshire. It says a $19 million federal grant announced last week promises to fund construction of a snow melt system for downtown Berlin's streets and sidewalks. Amid growing concern about the use of salt in New Hampshire, uh, the project will be the state's first municipal snow melt system. It will use excess heat from a nearby biomass generation plant pumped 
below downtown streets and sidewalks to raise the temperature of the pavement above freezing and melting snow and ice without chemicals. Uh, installing the system will require a total redo of the downtown streets and sidewalks. $19 million will only cover part of that. It's called a RAISE grant. R-A-I-S-E. Is that it within infrastructure that you know? Yes, no. That okay. is all part of the... Uh, the same thing. Okay, I, I gotcha. would say the sausage that <laughs> becomes infrastructure and define infrastructure markets broad. I, you know, personally, I I've been down there lobbying for roads, uh, bridges, but also uh, subsurface infrastructure is very important. Water, sewer, stormwater, environmental that that that's important also. And we have a hundred and I'm sorry, broadband. Our friend down in Harrisburg, Todd Eaches. Broadband is infrastructure. All right. Uh, we have a in our backyard a 150-foot-tall oak biomass machine. Mm. I would like New Hampshire to come and get the fuel. Yes. Uh, it is distributed evenly on the neighboring yards and on my yard, and they can come and get it for free, but they do have to pick up the fuel themselves. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll take a break. Standby callers and emailers and texters. We know you're there. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Super duper glad to see you on the radio. On the market, this is Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer. Yeah, we have one item from the news department, and that's not the Joseph's on the line, although that's a good bulletin. But I-80 is now open, oh, blocked earlier by a overturned tractor trailer near the rest area at mile marker 219. That is 100% wide open at this time with just a little residual slowdown. Joseph, first of all and foremost, thank you so much for your patience. You are on the mark. Yes, uh, shalom and top of the morning to you, gentlemen. Uh, I was calling in about the jab, as Dan calls it, which he's rightfully so. Uh, you know, the CDC uh, wants to now give the jab to all the little children, you know. But I was talking to my niece. Uh, she works out at the state school down at Seals Grove. And, of course, uh, she had to get the jab or they would take away her livelihood. She'd get fired. She got the jab, and she got corona three times. And the last time, now I just talked to her the day before yesterday, she has it, and she, I said, how are the symptoms? Well, she said it's worse this time than the two other times. And then my uh, man I get eggs off of out here, he's about 55, he got the jab, and he was 15 minutes later, he was in intensive care over at Geisinger, or at uh, EV. They put near died. And uh, he said, they called it the, I think they called it the sudden death syndrome or something. Not everybody gets that, but he sure did. And uh, I'm just wondering, <laughs> I'm not wondering really, but this is really a prelude to, of course, what I'm talking about, the New World Order, the Mark of the Beast, where everybody has to take did I know a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. And uh, I think this is just getting people orientated into that that they have to get this jab, you know? Yeah, and man, and uh, CDC, he's right. Joseph. It's not Joseph. a vaccine. Hey, Joseph. It does not prevent <laughs> you from getting the disease. Hello. Joseph, yeah, the CDC is interested in changing that. The state hasn't taken any action or suggested whether they'll implement that in Pennsylvania's required vaccines, so uh, to be continued. Yeah, the government still maintains that even all the all the previous vaccinations plus the bivalent vaccine still prevents you from getting critically ill. And, uh, you know, that may be true. 
why they say they have the testing and the backing and all this stuff I, I, to I, test I it. But that. I think that but is here's, hard here's to prove. Hard to prove a negative. So I just so think that there would be a opportunity for folks to. in there in your body. Oh, and somewhere I don't think down he's the listening line, to my answer. There's going to be something that they put in there, another booster. It's going to react with ignored. the other chemicals and cause a detrimental effect. And why, the reason why I say that is because of Revelation chapter 9. I'll let him go. Where everybody that doesn't have the mark of Yahweh in their forehead, uh, they get severe. Uh, they want to die. They get such pain and, and disease comes upon them. And I'm just wondering if it wouldn't be that. You know, I don't really know how it's going to be uh, brought out. All right. It is going to happen. Thank you so much, sir. uh, Thanks for calling in. Very much appreciated. You You betcha. One of our listeners says, so Nancy Pelosi just happened to be having a documentary film crew at the U.S. Congress filming on January 6, 2021. And nobody seems to think anything about that. They showed footage from this at the no, last it wasn't show. Uh, just a documentary film crew. It was her daughter in a documentary film crew. Her daughter was the director okay. of this crew. All right. They showed the footage from this at the last so-called hearing, and there was a lot of acting going on that day. Of course, this is the same day when Nancy Pelosi refused President Trump's request for the National Guard, and they knew there would be hundreds of thousands of people in Washington that day seeing that footage proved to me that this was a setup and the Democrats were hoping what happened would happen yeah, says Doug unanswered questions um, they, you know you have the uh, unselect panel that was put up there and it's uh, showing to be political fodder and the fodder is people aren't buying it uh, the fodder isn't selling uh, Liz Cheney yeah. isn't uh, able to uh, make a case and uh, Nancy Pelosi, again, uh, wasn't a documentary film crew in the sense overall somebody just happened to be there. It was her daughter in a documentary film crew. So it's uh, very interesting that the other video is ever shown that uh, that they have. And nobody seems to mention the pipe bombs that were sent in front of the RNC and DNC center uh, offices and other information that's going on. Well, and Doug says something interesting that Nancy Pelosi denied Trump's request for the National Guard and other people say that that's not true. Now, I'm not doubting Doug. He could be 100% right, but other people said he never said that and she never denied it. So what I would like to see is an empirical factual timeline of who's asking for what to respond to this. You know, sort of like a a big diagram timeline thing and who's denying it with factual answers and I don't doubt Doug's uh, email for a minute. One of our listeners says on the topic of the student loan forgiveness uh, when that Seventh Circuit Court of appeals denied that one of our listeners says well wait 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 if taxpayers have no standing against president biden's illegal student loan forgiveness plan then who does well i think you have a good point there but the judge didn't say they don't have standing no he just said they didn't prove damage and he didn't say that they weren't damaged it just said in this particular suit they hadn't proven it I had an interesting discussion with somebody who's been in front of the supreme court and when they when they start this this again is the total process i, I would compare this almost to uh, the way sports teams particularly let's say penn state's playing minnesota this this saturday in the whiteout that you can listen to steve jones and jack ham on 
WKOK. WKOK. But uh, you look at the scouting reports. They break down the games. So to go to the Supreme Court with a case, sometimes you do preliminary, and they're putting that information out, as I said, as chum. Which chum works the best to fish with in the Supreme Court? Then they'll have their case, and they go. And that is a very uh, basic 101 Supreme Court information, but I thought it was uh, very pertinent when the gentleman explained sort of how they work. Joe, you are on the mark. Thank you for your patience. First of all, you waited a long time. Go right ahead. Uh, All good. Uh, Good morning. Uh, Since I've heard that you're asking for a solution for our nation's uh, ailments, and uh, I thought I'd call in with my... uh, solution, or not really mine, but uh, I have a a small library of uh, ancient teachings, and uh, it has uh, some teaching. I mean, you know, some things uh, are pretty much the same throughout history, so these teachings uh, uh, is a record of uh, what happened at a certain time in history, and sometimes it's called chronicling and uh, this book is called chronicles of uh, it's a second book of chronicles and if you want a solution to what's wrong with our country today if you look under chronicles second chronicles 7 14 you'll have the answer okay a library of ancient teachings does it include the apocrypha also Mm, i'm not sure what that is so i would Uh, say it's unpublished books of the bible um I'm familiar with uh, them on a very... <laughs> Just that they uh, exist, yes. Yeah, not really. Okay. No, I, I don't know much other than uh, that they didn't make it into the canon of, uh, well, you call it a Bible, right? That's a conglomeration of books, right? There's a Bible. So you mm. use the word Bible. Books I don't want to do that. And I might have cut off or something. So, uh, but uh, for anyone who wants to know, that that is the solution. Uh, and you willingly go there and read that, and then if you uh, has an effect on you, you may read other things of ancient history and what Mark calls the Bible. These right. lessons are um, pretty solid, I'd say. But, uh, <laughs> uh, well, they've stood a the lot test of people, of time. and uh, you know I understand uh, different people, but. Uh, that's my solution, is that uh, right, it, gotcha. it's maybe, maybe what, 25 words or so? Yep, perfect. Something like that. So it's all good. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Cindy, stand by. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Friday. 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 Is it Friday already? Uh, 
Okay. Well, I, uh, the solution of our economic problems in this country is uh, energy. And we have a lot of it, and we should be using it. That's one solution. Of course, all the corrupt corrupt spending is out of control with both parties. So what I'm really afraid of is they're going to try to uh, do what they did back in the 30s, and that's uh, have a war. Uh, They just shipped a lot of material into the Philippines, so something's going on over there, and I'm very much concerned. Well, that would be called China. <laughs> That's what's going yes. on. Exactly <laughs> right. Is there something happening with China? Uh, yep. uh, on, on which level? Uh, uh, energy, commerce, human rights. I mean, you can you can go around the circle and uh, China, 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 and yep. look what they're doing in Africa and look what they're doing in South America. All right. Exactly. Exactly right. And some of our high tech industries are help uh, financing that too, which is which is crazy. Yeah, that's hypocrisy. Uh, sometimes people might not realize is that you have American companies using the umbrella of America to then uh, somewhat support some of the countries that maybe aren't as friendly Don't as love America. Think America. Well, so, like Saudi Arabia it's, or uh, anything. No, well, Saudi Arabia is an in interesting one. So, uh, but no, I would uh, I would agree with you. Uh, the, there's some things going on. And remember, again, Eisenhower said, beware the uh, military-industrial complex. And boy, he was a prophet. And Way ahead exactly, of time. Yep. exactly right. All right. Thank well, you, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right. Take care. Yep. Much appreciated. All right. Super day, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for checking in, and uh, we appreciate that. Uh, why do I have a picture in front of me of you wearing a bra? Uh, it was uh, supporting breast cancer awareness. Paint the Valley Pink, drinks mm-hmm. for pink at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club. Mrs. Napoli is there. Stacey Who's on Napoli your... and Mr. Robert Kennedy, uh, who uh, okay. summers in Sunbury and winters in Palm Springs. Him and his lovely wife, Cindy Step, the former Cindy Step, come in and enjoy Sunbury and enjoy uh, coming back and seeing friends and family. But no, we were supporting uh, breast cancer awareness, sponsored by Sunbury Broadcasting down at the Susquehanna Valley Country Paint Club. Paint the Valley Pink. And uh, I don't know, but I think Bob and I look a little sexy. In well, that work. pink lacy number matches your shirt perfectly. So good for you. Thanks for that. That uh, was almost like a Bull Durham moment. One of our good listeners sent us a great email. We will read Monday. Her name, her initials are M.E. and she is the smartest woman in the world and she sent us a truly scary email so we'll read that Monday Stan I didn't get to all your texts but I read some I read what I could but we gotta take calls first thank you so much for everybody thank you sir go Penn State go Phillies thank you Rob thank you everybody this is WKOK Sunbury